Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. I do believe that there is a common desire among the entire human race to be happy. And there is nothing wrong with wanting happiness. However, truth be known, it is a fleeting thing. Happiness is tied to the circumstances around us. When things are good, we're happy. You know, when uh, the sun is shining, when friends are around, when we are about to go on vacation, uh, all of those kinds of things bring happiness into our lives. But then things change. Uh, Something happens. We have difficulties along the way. We struggle with finances. We struggle with health. We struggle with interpersonal relationships, with being misunderstood. We struggle with career and job challenges. And all of a sudden, that happiness is not there anymore. Again, it is very possible that we can be unhappy more than we are happy. So the question is, how do we deal with it? Well, there's something else that I want to talk about, and it is called authentic joy. I am so excited. I'm stoked about starting a study through the book of Philippians. Now, before you uh, turn this podcast off, I'm going to do my very best to uh, do the Word of God justice as we go through it and, and keep your interest, because I believe there are things in this book that can be helpful to every one of us as we deal with this business of struggling with uh, a lack of happiness and unhappiness and looking for that alternative, the real alternative, authentic joy. As we begin the study of the book of Philippians, we need to consider the backstory at first. You see, the author of this wonderful little four-chapter book is none other than the Apostle Paul. I don't think that that has ever been in dispute, really. He uh, authored it from a Roman prison near the end of his earthly ministry. But uh, he had uh, connection with the church there way back. As a matter of fact, uh, the, the church at Philippi was the first church founded by Paul in Europe. Now, it wasn't the first church he ever founded, but the first one that he founded in Europe. And I want us to go back to the book of Acts, and we're going to look at several verses in Acts chapters 15 and 16 to get that important backstory to this book. Uh, The Apostle Paul was on his second missionary journey. Paul actually uh, went on three different missionary journeys over a period of a few years, and on that second missionary journey is when Paul actually founded the church uh, at Philippi. Now, uh, here's what happened. Just before Paul went on that second missionary journey, recorded in Acts chapter 15, verses 36 through Acts 16, verse 3, we have a very interesting story. Up until this point, uh, on the first missionary journey, Paul had teamed up 
with a wonderful man by the name of Barnabas. Barnabas is known as the son of encouragement. Barnabas actually had played a real great role in Paul's uh, life, in his uh, walk with the Lord, in his discipleship. He had introduced him to the brothers in Christ, to the leadership early on uh, when the the leadership of the church was uh, kind of afraid of Paul because he had been persecuting the church and uh, they weren't fully aware of of his true conversion to Jesus Christ. And so God used Barnabas to to link him up with uh, the church leaders. And then God used Barnabas uh, over that time to encourage and, and disciple Paul. And they had been partners on the on his first missionary journey, but now they're getting ready to go out again. And something had happened on that first missionary journey. Um, the young John Mark had gone with them, but uh, somewhere along the way, he had left them. He had deserted them. Now they're about ready to go out again, and Barnabas wants to take John Mark with them. And Paul said, no, he didn't follow through. He deserted us. We do not want him on that journey with us. And there was a a great debate between Paul and Barnabas, and it got so contentious that they agreed to separate, to go their separate ways. And so uh, Barnabas took John Mark, uh, the the scriptures tell us, and he went away to Cyprus, and Paul chose Silas. And the Bible says in verse 40 of Acts 15, But Paul chose Silas and left, being committed by the brethren to the grace of the Lord. And so uh, the church there at Antioch, the leaders there, committed them to the Lord, Paul and Silas, and then sent them out on the second missionary journey. Now, Acts chapter 16 says that Paul came to Derbe and to Lystra, and a disciple was there named Timothy, the son of a Jewish woman who was a believer, but his father was a Greek, and he was well spoken of by the brethren who were in Lystra and Iconium. Paul wanted this man to go with him, and he took him and circumcised him because of the Jews who were in those parts, for they all knew that his father was a Greek. So that is the record of Paul and Silas choosing young Timothy, who we'll hear a lot more of in in the Word of God. But this is uh, kind of the first interaction that Paul has with Timothy, and Timothy becomes uh, their traveling companion, and ultimately Paul's disciple. Paul mentored him, and he became a partner in ministry, and that was reflected when Paul wrote this book of Philippians, which is uh, a, one of the later books that he wrote, as I said, toward uh, the on the back end of his ministry, when Paul wrote that book, he addressed it to the Philippians, and he identified himself and Timothy. And even though Timothy uh, had nothing to do with the writing of the book of Philippians, yet he was identified there by Paul because uh, he was a part of the, he was there and a part of of their journey on that second missionary journey. So, uh, Paul, uh, as he took Timothy now and Silas, and uh, the the Bible says in verse 4 of Acts 16, now while they were passing through the cities, they were delivering the decrees which had been decided upon by the apostles and, and elders who were in Jerusalem for them to observe. So the churches were being strengthened in the faith and were increasing in number daily. So Paul was visiting various churches along the way, and he was delivering uh, those decisions that the apostles and the elders had made back in Jerusalem, and this had happened, and you can go back and read the first part of chapter 15 of Acts and, and get that. I won't go in that, into that today, but, but Paul was, uh, was the delivery 
uh, method for those for those uh, decisions to the various churches. And and then verse six says they passed through the Phrygian and Galatian region, having been forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia. Isn't that interesting? And after they came to Mysia, they were trying to go into Bithynia, and the Spirit of Jesus did not permit them. That's interesting again. And passing by Mysia, they came down to Troas. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia was standing and appealing to him and saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. And when he had seen the vision, immediately we sought, and that we there would uh, would have included the writer of this book, Dr. Luke, we sought to go into Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. And so God is supernaturally speaking to Paul, not allowing him to go in two different directions, and the only direction left was to go over into Macedonia, to go toward over into Europe, and that is exactly what they did, and the Bible says that they went immediately. Immediately. And so they, they got over into uh, Philippi. And Philippi was an important Roman uh, city, a Roman colony. And, uh, and as he went in there, the Bible says they stayed there a few days. And then on the Sabbath day, it says they went outside the city gates down by the riverside. And down there by the riverside, there were a group of women meeting. Now, that's, uh, again, an interesting observation because uh, these Jewish women meeting by the riverside tells us one thing. There was not a synagogue there in the city of Philippi. Rather, uh, th- there had to be at least 10 Jewish men to establish a synagogue in a city. So there must not have been uh, that many. And so these few women were meeting down by the riverside, and Paul went down there, and he began to meet with them. And he began to share the good news of the gospel with those women. And the word of God says this, A woman named Lydia from the city of Thyatira, a seller of purple fabrics, a worshiper of God, was listening. Now, in other words, as a worshiper of God, she, her heart was open and she went as far as, as she knew and she was listening and the Lord opened her heart to respond to the things spoken by Paul. That, that I could uh, talk a lot about that. You see, unless God opens the heart, we are dead in our sins, as Paul wrote in Ephesians chapter 2. Uh, we are dead in our sins. A dead person can't respond. But God opened the heart of this lady, of this lady Lydia, and the Bible says that she responded. And verse 15 says, And when she and her household had been baptized... She urged us, saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come into my house and stay. And she prevailed upon us. And so that is the recording of the first convert there and the beginning of the church at Philippi. And Lydia evidently was a uh, a, a fairly well-to-do woman with probably a fairly large house. And upon her conversion, she opened her home and she says, come meet in my house. And so the church began, that early brand new church began meeting in in Lydia's house. Isn't that an exciting thing? Well, uh, there are some other things that began to happen, though, and, and it, you know, it's not long when God is working, Satan is there to, to oppose, and so satanic opposition began to happen, and I'm going to talk about that and what came of that, because a miraculous thing happened out of that as well on the ne- next podcast. In the meantime,
I would encourage you, if you would, go to the book of Philippians. Open it up. It's a very short book, uh, four chapters, and you could read through that in in about uh, probably a half hour to 45 minutes, depending on your reading speed. I want to encourage you to go read through the book of, of Philippians as we get ready to go through this study and find authentic joy. Until then, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.